coucher avec moi, c'est mm-hmm. toi. Yeah. Goulé, doula, ou a, e, a, c'est ah, toi. Ah, ah. Ah, ah. Baby, maman, la. Uh-uh. If y'all really know the words for me, because I be mumbling in a hot pitch. She room. let mama lie down in all the rooms. Oh, Shut in a stuff on the street. Not why I know that. Here yeah. go Beyonce. Why you gotta actually know the lyrics and shit? Like, okay. Right, here go Beyonce, y'all. Oh. Like, okay, okay, rap genius. Oh. How y'all doing? You know, it, that song is probably in Wyatt's uh, playlist. Um, don't I do mean, me because Lady Marmalade go off. Don't do me. It'd be, not in the bedroom. It'd be I'm 4 a.m. It'd be 4 a.m. Wyatt knocking the boots and here comes Lady Marmalade. <laughs> it would work. It would work. It would work. It would work. It's a song it about sex. Baby. It would not work. It's about being sexy. The song itself, I wouldn't even say is like sexy. <gasps> Crazy. I don't know. Maybe maybe because I always feel empowered. I can foresee like a strip tease or like a, a, a routine to it and feeling very sexy, but I couldn't see it being sexy and I'm supposed to throw it back to right. y'all need to make y'all Christina Aguilera like and her Kermit sounding ass. It's just what is the sound? What does the soundtrack of your life give? Not Lady Marmalade. Are you just okay. or are you just asking a general question? Like I like to attach music to scenes where if I was in a movie the music would make sense. So if you if you're the musical director and it is a sex scene, you're just going to Lady Marmalade. Of all and the that's music, why of all why the music it is not directed today. Oh my goodness. Of all the music that exists today, Lady Marmalade was the one that you just woke up out of your sure you said, you know what? I'm sure with Fifty Shades of Grey, they didn't know they was gonna be throwing it back to um crazy in love. But Beyonce stripped it and flipped it and They're not doing that to Lady Marmalade. You can do that. I the think same. you should actually realize that you just proved our point. Beyonce stripped down that high-pitched, fast-beat song to make it sexy. You really want to sit here trying to catch the beat to uh, Lil' Kim rapping? I don't know about you, but it's not happening for me on that song. Well, that would be a very rough scene. It would be a little banji. Benji, you know? not your dog. What he gotta do with this? Oh, <laughs> not Benji. I'm screaming. <laughs> like, why? What is going on over there? Oh my goodness! This speaking of, speaking of, speaking of, speaking of Beyonce, I just why? Maybe you've seen the tweet, but have you seen the tweet where it's like Beyonce's just singing on a microphone, and then it's another photo of uh, J Lo just screaming. Yeah, and then somebody commented, they was like. They're singing the same note. No, literally. Like, but did you what? see the part where J Lo liked it? Oh, and well. somebody was like, "This is it's not what you think it is." Oh, it's shade, baby. Cause baby, you, you're not hitting that. You're not doing what you got to with them notes, baby. She can't sing to me. Yeah, at all. I liked um, I'm real. That was cute. I will say. Well, I will say I do like Jenny on the block singing. Talking rhythmically is not the same thing as singing. That is, yeah, she was just rhythmically. And, and what about "Let's Get Loud"? That was that was an iconic moment in American history. Honestly, that probably will be in the textbook somewhere in twenty years. Happy yeah. Hispanic Heritage Month. Oh, Happy Hispanic wow. Heritage Month. I love those tweets. Yes. I'm sorry to our Latino friends, our Latina key brothers and sisters, but I've been dying all week. Like. What? 
Yo. Oh my God. No. They they're eating up Twitter with this one. Child, no for real. Twitter has been let's introduce ourselves first before we get into Twitter. I'm wide as spoken. Wide as spoken on all social media. Follow me there. Who am I talking to today? Um, my name is Amber. I'm a Capricorn. You can sure. follow me or send me money at B Pimpin. And I'm a teacher now for real, y'all. I have a classroom. I have a lab. Supplies. Sending me money for supplies and stress weed because okay. I need to smoke okay. after work. How old are the kids you have? Fourth and fifth grade. Oh, that's not too bad. Oh, but you have the child. same size as them. I know they don't. I hope they're not bullying oh. you. Oh my god. So first off, <laughs> I'm not gonna let Wyatt get to me because that comment has been made several times. <laughs> But what I will say is they aren't like the Medea kids that are just like, <laughs> fuck you, old lady, as soon as I come in the classroom. They're very much Miss Knight, you know, da-da-da-da. They're very respectful. But um, for those of you that are familiar with the area, I work with some Northeast-ass babies, and that's all I'm going to say. I'm yeah. a Northeast baby. No. No, but quite literally. <laughs> no, literally. Let's go. That's all I can do. I'll shake or switch your butt. I swear they go fall. Love Um, I'm, you know, the latest and the greatest host, last added, last born, you know, all that there. Um, I'm a proud Morgan Bear and I rhyme because I can. And you can find me on all social medias at March Maven. Hey y'all, it's there goes Tony on all social media because you will see me everywhere. And you have because, you know, I'm there. So make sure to follow me, chat with me, and make sure to follow at Routine Maintenance. Oops, no, I didn't. My bad, y'all. Make sure to follow Routine Maintenance at RM the Podcast on all social media. And be sure to use hashtag RM the Podcast to join in any conversation, especially because it's our last episode of season three. We tired. We are tired. (laughs) We have given y'all 20 episodes of content. Y'all have 30 episodes from last two seasons. And on top of that reality and 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 why you gag. We girl, we did too much this season. We we've been giving it to you. We've been giving it to y'all. Y'all have at least 35 episodes. Like Y'all need to y'all need to like listen to them, revisit some. And, and listen again. again. You know you listen behind. With your friends. You know you behind. You ain't finished catching up on episodes, but you skipped to the newest one. Go exactly. ahead and catch up, baby. Yeah, baby. It all. It all just. You know. You just gotta press next. Because we will be back when we're back. Yes. Per. Oh my gosh. So let's get started with today. Y'all wanted to start with Twitter. Twitter has been awry. Oh my god. Since last night, I woke up and there was a. What a is race going war. on? What is going it's, on between Indian Twitter and Black Twitter now? It is a race war. So somebody had posted the Indian Nuck if you buck. And <laughs> when I tell you somebody... That is quite literally Indian Nuck if you buck. It I really is. I believe the I caption was Indian Finito. Indian Finito. There we go. That you know, I'm... You know, I'm a little I'm a little older than these young... Oh, don't get me wrong. Kids. I yeah. love me some Nuck if you buck. <laughs> I like that song. My hip be doing the, you know, the little up, down, up, down, up, down. I you like know, that. funny story. Man, if y'all go to Morgan, y'all already know how AG do knuck if you buck. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about that. I, we come I, up a homecoming, baby. I like, I like the Indian finito. I want to say me and one of my best friends, Dolores, had went to this, this um, gay club once, and we didn't know it was Arabian night. 
And mm-hmm. next thing you know, we go upstairs and they're playing that. And we were like, oh, okay. I'm sure they mixed it in with Baby Boy, didn't they? I don't know, but I will say it was jumping. Her. But back to the tweet, back to the tweet. Yeah. So one person had, if you haven't seen the tweet, one person had basically commented on the smell of the room in the video. User at Lil A.V. Burt tweeted, <laughs> quote, and we I know quote. it smelled wild in there. And allegedly. Well, that allegedly is a fact. There. That is a fact. And that this is, is why fact. I quoted. This I'll repeat. Something tweeted. Twitter user at Lil A.V. Vert. Not just giving free promo. Quote, I know it smell wild in there. End quote. Why do you that sound like Google? Yeah. That is not the views of the routine maintenance cast. That is a quote from a tweet. Yeah. That is not how the routine maintenance cast feels, and that is why I keep quoting him. End quote. But I will say, Indians would have really lit us up. I, they were saying things that I had no... Have y'all, have y'all ever heard like, of a night skin? <laughs> I heard that for the first time. That was hilarious, Loki. Y'all have, y'all have new terms. I was like, oh, what? <laughs> so I just want to say that I really feel like, that was even funny. though, like, Indian and Middle Eastern people are historically anti-black. A lot of those and still are. white people just trolling. Sure. Like some of those tweets, I just genuinely heard a white voice coming from behind my the thing, profile. My thing is like, do I don't like I'm reading some of these tweets and I'm like, do y'all even have the like the like to understand like racism in America, to use certain words, you have to sort of like be here, like to know what happened. And I'm like, y'all are using terminology where it's like, where did you learn that? So I'm just like, I think some of the white people were trolling, just trying to jump in. White people take any chance to be racist. But I also think, and this is this is my experience at a PWI, a lot of them are very anti-black and racist. Oh, yes. That's a very anti-black country. So if... if colorism if, runs rampant if, throughout every culture. And every colorism culture. is rooted in anti-blackness. Yeah. and But I would say, like, if... Even if there wasn't white people in the mix, I would still believe that oh, it yeah. is very yeah. much that community. But I always feel like it's white people's fault that we have all of this division between For people sure. of colors and black people. You For know? sure. But well, also, uh, you know, these other groups, you know, when it, you know, a, a few months ago, it was stop a certain kind of hate. That's all I'm going to say. It would stop a certain kind of hate. And now, you know, off of one tweet, they're just letting, they're just, they're just running wild. They're letting the choppers sing, yo. Yeah, they really are. Like, the drafts are coming out. That's where my gripe is, honestly, because I feel like when it comes to non-Black people of color, they, they know they don't like Black people. They know it. Mm-hmm. But they want to either a cozy up to white supremacy enough to the point to where they can just hate us openly and freely and feel like, hey, we're one of those guys, or it's going to be this weird type of I'm going to amalgamate into whichever group I'm closest to, and if that just so happens to be the minority population or black people, I'm just going to try to fit in. And in saying that, I feel like a lot of like specifically since we're talking about Indian people. They have dealt with a lot of shit from people that don't look like us, and the vitriol was not there. A lot of times, white people get this pass when it comes to, you know, their jokes and their sense of humor that, you know, we should all be able to laugh at and everyone's joshing around that black people simply don't get to give. 
So I think it's really interesting that this guy, all he did was make a joke about the odor in the room. Now, mind you, those niggas was dancing like shit. So he could have been referring to the smell of his sweat. He could have been referring to, you know, the fact that there were a bunch of people dancing, people's feet could have stink. It could have been mm-hmm. whatever. But the fact that that tweet was taken and spun that way in a matter of minutes, but yeah, you know, it's straight anti-blackness. But you know, for me, I always look at things like this as, I don't know, I look at for some, it's not for some reason, black people in terms of like, everyone we tend to be at the bottom of the heap we tend to be Mm -hmm. treated a certain way by other people of color we get treated away by white people and i always feel like when we make a joke although it's like not right we're not punching down whereas exactly people of color and white people really will punch down at you and if we're gonna and if we're honestly gonna be even more transparent um, that happens even within the black community. For example, when African American, like for example, African the Shikari, the Shikari incident, um, it was African Americans and Caribbean people going back and forth. And I'm like, when that happens, I'm usually just like, they're punching at each other at the same level because we're sort of treated the same within the diaspora. However, when people from the African continent or black people from Europe start speaking about African Americans or Caribbean Americans. Or people in the, or you know, just black people that live in the Caribbean, they're punching down. So mm. I do look at like the different dynamics when these little jokes do go and fly. You know, I have two things to add. Mm-hmm. The first is that, um, I like how we're addressing the fact that, you know, what he said wasn't necessarily right. Yeah. But I don't think we can be fake dense and say, oh, well, he could be talking about this sweat. You knew he was. Yeah, you know, there's. And then the second I, it thing was xenophobic. Say, it was xenophobic. And then the second thing I have to say is it's Shakari. Shakari, I apologize. Shakari. Shakari, I'm on it, y'all. I'm on it, y'all. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I feel that. Well, that was a, that was very cute. That was a nice conversation. Um, more for like just. Twitter has just, I don't know what it's been these past few weeks. It must have been the shadow period before Mercury retrograde. But um, last week, um, the barb, <laughs> Lord Jesus, help us. Um, I just started unfollowing. Yeah, I got into a point where my, got with Nicki Minaj, I've gotten to a point where I, like, and I didn't think I would get to this point with her, but like, I don't even really want to listen to your music anymore. It's hard. And like, that's hard because I actually really like her. I grew up with her music. Like her music was some of the most formidable, like 2009, 2008. Like she came up with me, you know, but it's hard to listen. I can't listen to her music in good faith, knowing what she's doing to Jennifer Hoff and her family. Yeah. So Jennifer had her interview on The Real. Um, also want to shout out The Real for actually not including Jeannie on the panel for the interview as yes. the victim of um, sexual abuse and trauma. Um, I thought that was really a stunning statement for their behalf to say that they were actually taking this very seriously and how they treat victims and have their voice heard. The Real covered this really good. And I really liked how, I really liked the dynamic of the show this season. But that's a different conversation we're going to have off air. But go ahead. But um, I just want to, one, say Nicki Minaj is evil for several reasons. 
But I think one of the more sadistic things about this that we haven't fully acknowledged yet, because there's so much about it to talk about, yeah. is the fact that she tried to tell us Jennifer was white. Yeah. She did? Yes. Literally, literally, when all of this first started, this probably around this time last year, now that I think about it. She tried to had... make it like a, oh, it was a white Emmett girl Till. trying to put Ooh. a black man away. Yeah, she's trying to make it like Emmett Till. There's a Queen radio clip. There's a Queen radio clip where she literally is like, you have this white girl (gasps) and a black boy, and you know how that goes. I can't quote the episode number, but there's a Queen radio clip floating around because that was one of the first things when the stuff started coming out, one of the first deflectors. Like, oh, he was a black boy, and she was a white girl. She was light-skinned. This woman looks like she could be related to any of us on this call, honestly. No, literally. Wow. You know, I I never heard that. I never heard that. She's the same complexion as Jennifer. Information. But also, as much as I, you know, hate white supremacy and, and those that are very much involved in it, that still doesn't justify assault. It doesn't. It doesn't. But to, like, try to take that and given the tensions that were going around last year, yeah. For you to purposely spin the story in that way, knowing what we know now, there hell is hot. That's all I can say. Hell and she's un- and she's unvaccinated. Also, and that's another thing. She did all of this media circus, all of this rah rah to take away from the victim coming forward. Clearly, it was and clearly a poli- it was clearly a PR stunt of hers. And she didn't even drop a song. No song. No music. She's just over here harassing. Um, she's harassing people. I'm like, you're being sued for harassment. I don't think it's really smart for you to harass people online. <clears throat> All the frivolous claims that people are investigating your family. You wanted to tweet in front of 100 million people and with these false claims about something that the vaccine hasn't been proven to do. And that's um, swelling of the, te- um, the ball. Yeah, just please, like, please. Her 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 cousin needs a physical. That's what it sounds like. It sounded like that person had an STD and was trying to pass off the vaccine as why they have this erectile issue. I just like I and I really hate how the fan base is just so unwavering in this. It, like, yeah, I'm like, it's like where I think like, in a you few don't, years. Like, stand culture will literally, like, that that level of obsession, like, we're going to have to, like, mentally investigate that. But you want to know, like, I heard stand culture's existed since the 70s. Like, I was, I was reading, um, I want to say some tweets about how, like, some of the girls back in the day used to, like, fight over a lot of those, you know... 1970s, 1980s pop girls oh, that yeah, were coming up. I love the Beatles. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Well, not the Beatles. I mean, like Madonna. No, okay. Um, you know all the all the stars that were coming up then. Like mm-hmm. it existed back then, and I think now it's just getting even worse. I think it's worse now, just with social media. And I low key blame celebrities because in my y'all remember celebrities before you like Autumn. Are you old enough to like remember celebrities oh, before like wow. the internet? Oh, wow. Yes, I am. Got you. (laughs) But like, I remember celebrity from like 2002, 2003, 2004, 5, 6, when, you know, everybody still got dialogue. We can't get online like that. Like we can't, (laughs) we can't, we're not, we don't know what this person's doing every single day. We don't know, like, and that's what made a celebrity, the mystery of it all. Like, Mm -hmm. who are these people? Like, what do they do when they're at home? What do they do when 
the cameras aren't on them. What do they do when they're around their friends? Now we have all of this access to them to the point where it makes people feel over familiar like they know these people. And yeah. I'm like, you're defending these people like they're family. And it's, I feel like there needs to be some type of study done on it. And like you know, some type of mental study done on it. You know what I like now that you say like how they just defend it like family, they don't even defend their family that exactly. much. Exactly. Like I, I, I fear for the, the cousins that have the cousins or the family members or the friends that have experienced these kind of traumas to look at one of their close friends just defending this and it's just like like oh my gosh you know I stand with her and all this stuff like it got to a point where I had to unfollow people like I started and maybe this is a little excessive but you know I protect my peace more than I protect anything else and so when I started seeing like retweets of her photos just like oh my god yeah I'm like why are like, do y'all have no, like, y'all have no, like, cool, do you have, like, no, like, yeah. you don't feel anything? But I started, I had, I clicked the people that were retweeting it, and I just started going through, like, their tweets. And the second I see something, like, okay, if you retweet something, oh, my God, this person looks good, whatever. Like, yeah. that's not something that'll get you unfollow. But I same. look to I see more of the discourse. Them, like, sideways. No, yeah, I think like, my issue also is, like, for me, it's two things. It's a visibility thing and it's a power balance thing. So of all days and times to retweet a pretty picture of any celebrity in the world, you chose today exactly. to retweet mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj. Okay. And then two, <clears throat> I don't know, when I think about like, <sighs> no, it's not right that people have all these access to celebrities and they feel like, oh, celebrities should answer my every whim and call. But at the end of the day, I feel like that's up to celebrities and their PR teams to realize Mm -hmm. if you at all even breathe negatively at someone online, you are sticking your followers on them intentionally or not. And then Nicki Minaj does it intentionally, but intentionally or not, you're sticking people on people like guard dogs. And that's why why I'm glad Beyonce don't talk to me. Right. Look, look, right. Keep the illusion up, girl. And I don't know, when I think about... I used to work with kids and plan on working with kids in the future. And like when I think about my students being the age of a child where something has happened in the media, like for example, when 6ix9ine's case came out that he was like 17, 18, touched on a 13, 14 year old. Or like when this came out and Kenneth Petty was in his older teenage years and she was in her younger teenage years. I don't know the exact ages. Regardless, I'm like, yo, like, I don't understand how y'all don't think about your 13 year old cousin or your 13 right. year old sibling or yourself at 13. Mm-hmm. And like, these are excusable crimes to you. Exactly. And and they're excusable because you like this person so much. And that's all it is. And it's not even the person know. committing them. It's someone who's in proximity to the person that you love. That's how much you love them. Mm-hmm. But right. you're going to I, excuse other like that doesn't make no fucking sense to me. Excuse and, my language. And I think no about sense to me. Yeah. And I think about and Amber, I'll I'll let you go in a second. I think about the people that are also like when you think of R. Kelly that's thankfully being convicted. Thank the today, Lord. And then you see people defending her in the same account. It's like, yo. Is it Uchiwali or is it one mic? Right. What's going on? It's like, and there's still people out there still defending R. Kelly. And I'm like, what is it? I don't get it. It's sick because, and this is why I can't stand Black people sometimes. If we knew someone around the way, right, 
mm-hmm. who was notorious in your neighborhood for doing the types of things that R. Kelly is accused of. Exactly. At some point or another, street justice would be served. Mm-hmm. Now, would every single victim be heard? No, but I guarantee you, if R. Kelly was a regular nigga around the way in southeast of Uptown, and he touched the wrong person's little cousin, that man would be dead. Mm-hmm. So the yes. fact that people are only able to wrap their head around this and his possible quote-unquote innocence or his quote-unquote being targeted because of his music or his genius is beyond me. Because, again, if these are regular-ass people, if your homegirl was dating a dude and she was like, yeah, he caught a attempted assault charge back in the day, he's murdered someone, your head would be spinning. Yeah. But because your homegirl made super base, where we have to pause, we have to consider things, that's where we're drawing the line at in, Pink Friday. In the words of Nene, the music ain't that good. I and you know, that on you know, I <laughs> so I took a course in college which was on uh, hip hop and feminism, right? And a lot yeah. of it came down to the fact of like it's all pre- because these celebrities have such a hyper image and they're just so hyper visual when it comes to everyone can see them and see everything that they say, do, and think at this point, that now it's becoming a, we have to defend our own image to, um, to the rest of the world, this like thought and feeling of racial solidarity. And I'm like, no, y'all, y'all need to cut that shit out you know, for say, this person. I've heard that from like, you know, I've heard that from older people. Where they say, oh, black people, we're the only people that throw each other under the bus and stuff. I'm like, what? I'm like, no. So they, my they, crucified, always... uh, they crucified John F. Kennedy and um, what's that man named John? Uh, what's, they, all, they all damn John and, and George and Washington <laughs> to me. But um, oh my God. Hillary, oh my God. Bill Clinton, Bill Clinton, they crucified Bill. That's what I'm saying. I'm just like. My thing is, I've never, that's like an older Black people sentiment in terms of keep in-house issues in-house. And I feel like for certain situations, very much so, yes. Um, And I low-key, as a person, live my life by that. But when it comes to stuff that starts harming people, when it comes to stuff that is widespread, I really hate that logic in that situation so much. Cause I'm just like, like, I don't care if the person's white, you know, you know how white people racist when they say, I don't care if you're black, yellow, purple, red. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For real. I don't care what color you are. If you're touching children, it's giving off with your head. Yeah. And they said care. that a lot with Bill Cosby as well. They said that, oh, black people are just throwing him under the bus. And like, at- first, first of all, he threw y'all under the bus. Right. He threw y'all. He don't like black folk. He don't like black folks. And Bill Cosby said he'd do it again. No, literally. <laughs> and, and it's and, and, like, we have to, black people have to get away from this idea that we are, it's not the 60s and 70s where you have to perform for white people to, to get somewhere. I don't give a damn. What I don't give a damn about what's going on in white Hollywood. I don't. I, it, it, it doesn't concern me. I'm concerned with black people. I'm concerned with black people being harmed in our community. You should be concerned with black people. If if you care about the community so much, why are you trying to put up like a facade that bl- bad things happen in every community? White, black, Hispanic, Asian. Stop acting like nothing's happening in our communities. There is rape going in our going on in our community. There's crime going on in our communities and stuff like that. 
and we have to stop and we have to just be real with it like we have to be real with it white my people thing is if you're like, so pro-black and you don't want like my thing is if you're so pro-black right and that's your yeah. whole reasoning behind saying we shouldn't say anything why are you allowing harm to continue to be petru- perpetuated against a black person? Exactly. I'm but just you're like, so pro-black, but you're letting a little black girl be assaulted. I'm just like, black so child. it's pro-black man, clearly. Pro- pro-black. Bullshit. Next season on routine maintenance. Listen, okay? It's but, pro- Everybody just... And you know, mm-hmm. little Nas X can't kiss a boy on stage consensually. No, literally. But, right. Y'all that's a problem. a problem. That's a problem. But, but R. Kelly petty. touching on children for the past 30 years. Everybody's just like, Ugh. like, I can't believe that people in the industry knew this for years and didn't like kill him. I just... You know what? We well, can talk about Wendy what... Williams and her contributions to society at a later date because who? One of them. That's a whole episode. That's a whole episode in and of itself. The Wendy Williams edition of Routine Maintenance. She might be wrong sometimes, but damn it, when she's right, she's really right. Because she's Baby, been on all R. Kelly's head since like 2001. Yeah, Mariah Carey said it best. Baby, all up in my business like a Wendy interview. Ciao. But mm-hmm. I, my thing also, R. Kelly doesn't have good enough music to like defend him to this like level. I don't think anyone has good enough music to defend child touching. Not at all, but like even regard like even if that didn't happen, if he did something else, his music isn't good. It's really not, and that's the sad part about all of this. Like, we love to talk about the '90s and how great it was, but literally, there are 80 other male R&B artists that you can harp over, swoon over, that actually had sex appeal. Because let's be real, R. Kelly was not fine in any shape or form of the capacity. At like, all. it was blatantly obvious that he was a predator back then and it's a damn shame that it took this long for it to happen to be honest good riddance good riddance ciao but let's can we can we just take a moment to just i just want to take a moment and appreciate little nas x for everything because that album have has the album have we been on since the album's come out i love Uh, how you always say little you always say little nas x Little Nas X. We haven't we haven't uh, talked about his album, and I hope everyone streamed it because it's absolutely amazing. I usually don't like his music. I like this album. I love the entire thing. I have streamed it maybe when it first came out, maybe three times that day. The next day, four. Like I can play it over and over and over. Like maybe it's just me, but it feels like. Like, I wish I had this album in high school. One, yeah. for being a black gay. But it also feels very fire sign Aries-like because he is one April 9th and I'm April 8th. Yeah, I should remember that. Sure. But, like, it just feels very relatable to me. Mm-hmm. But it also just sounds really good. Yeah. Did y'all listen at all? Um, I actually have not had a chance to. So y'all hate black uh, gay people. Heard uh, you. No, I... Uh... Y'all know I'm in a million credits. Y'all know I'm in a million orgs. And I don't even listen to music anymore. Literally, if I have my headphones in, I'm listening to an audiobook so I can write a report because it's probably due that day or the next day. Child. Like, I don't even listen to music anymore. I'm actually low-key really sad about it. Aww. Well, that's always first... notes in my ears. That should You're... be the this first is... album you listen to. We need to get you graduated back. so you can have a fun time again. Oh, baby, it's giving another school year, baby. Oh, child. Next school year will be a lot chiller than this one, though. That's good. 
Masters are always a little bit better, I, I hear. So I've heard. Oh, no. Child, the long-term child. I'm here for it. I, um, like I said before, I'm just not the biggest fan. So you hate people. black gay people. Heard you. I, you know, I'm not too crazy about you. How about that? <laughs> Ooh. Wait, <laughs> y'all cancel Amber. We, this is officially the Ooh. cancel Amber show. Honestly, I'm sorry, it's never given cancel Amber. It very much for me gives Barb for Amber. I'm a Barb oh. for Amber. Oh, oh my God. I, that's, my, that's my woman and I'm going to stick beside her. For why, why, which side do you stand on? Pick wisely. I just why is pick wisely? <laughs> like, like, why do you have to hesitate? I don't get why it. Why was I put on the spot? Why, why do you have to hesitate? I feel like Hello? I hear Amber's volumes. opinion first before. Nah, nah, nah. The silence speaks volumes. Yeah, <laughs> silence is violence. Okay, silence is violence. Oh, um, and... to, quote, to quote the great Beyonce Knowles Carter, yo, it'd be best if you go now. We'll send your luggage later. <laughs> oh, <laughs> let me let me not edit this audio and make a make a graphic. Not uh, a graphic. <laughs> are you so you're gonna boycott now? Yes, I'm boycotting routine maintenance. <laughs> Please, because if I have to release this on a Canva note, <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine? Oh my god! Be mad at it. We use Canva. It's real. It's helpful. We we did used to I, use Canva. I'm great at Canva. We See, I'm a wizard at Canva. Canva. I can't learn that Photoshop but, science. But Canva, let me tell you something. When we was using Canva, we was looking a little crunchy. I mean, <laughs> that's we looking front somewhere. When when you compare to where we are now, to where we were like. Season one and two, we were very crunchy. The audio very wasn't respectfully, really I have to agree. However, <laughs> the flyers you make now, I know how to use Photoshop and Canva. I can make that joint with Canva on my phone, Brad. Yes. Ooh. Child, we're going to need some help. Just Ooh. wait till the rebrand. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. But I will say, I do appreciate the strides we've taken since the first two seasons just to grow and expand and to, you know, just have a nice Yeah, Tonya is the best media manager in the world, y'all. <gasps> I am. Oh Tonya will be thank cranking you. out the captions, be cranking out the graphics. Like, I get that honest. done during lunch. Two hours Her. later, graphics sent to the chat. And I'm like, there it is. You know, I just, I really appreciate, I just also want to like really appreciate, like, <laughs> you know, Amber, Amber has done all the caption work this, yes. this um, season. And it's Wyatt so perfect. was doing a lot of the titles. Autumn was doing a lot of the morale and keeping us going. Like Autumn will sit there and show up all the time as much as she can with her schedule. And me, I'm just posting graphics and I'm like, yo, like this is this is this is a hardworking team. It is. And like I'll call myself promo. I get to the younger generation. Y'all know y'all are seasoned. That's what we heard. We heard. We heard. It was the top tweet that month, child. The top mention that month. It sure was. I'm here for it, child. The young folks love routine maintenance. I love it. I love it. But oh my gosh, what else is happening this week? Like with us or in the world? What are in we in the world? Oh, what's going on? I don't know. It's Monday. Are we it gonna talk Monday. about Haiti? Haiti. Yeah, let's talk about Haiti. I want to talk about <gasps> Haiti. Oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, um, last yeah. Week, who want, you want to introduce the story, Autumn? No, no, go ahead, sweetheart. Okay. You probably know a little bit more than I do. So last week, there were pictures released of Border Patrol agents down at the border. Um, 
on horseback whipping Haitian refugees crossing the border from Mexico into America. And the following week, um, Biden was sending planes of Haitians directly back to Haiti. Um, Apparently, this is under the law. Um, Apparently, when people do come to America, there are amnesty laws in place. There are refugee laws in place where you are supposed to be interviewed. You are supposed to, uh, they do do an interview to see what the risk is of you leaving your land. And you're supposed to have your due process and you're supposed to be put into a relocation program in America. That's how it works for the 16,000 Canadians that have outstayed their visas and they're waiting for their Justin Bieber. Um, they're waiting exactly, and they're waiting for their um paperwork. I don't understand why, whenever Black people are refugees or people of color coming across the border as refugees, we're treated as criminals. We're treated as dirty, disposable. Send them back, but we have tens of thousands of Canadians, tens of thousands of Europeans here illegally that it doesn't look like they're being processed the same. Do y'all know how, have I ever told y'all how long it took for my dad to get um, citizenship? I want to- What happened? Let's talk about it. Yeah. I want to say my dad, I want to say it took him maybe 12 years. Yeah. Wow. Mind you, he had had been in the States um, since he was like 16. Yeah. And- he he recently just got a citizenship paperwork. Like, oh wow! I want to say me and him voted for the first time the same wow. time, the same year. Yeah, wow. like when we first when he. I want to say that's true. I hope I hope it is. And maybe if he listens to this, maybe he'll he'll let me know. But he probably won't. Mm-hmm. But like, that's how long the process was to the point where he's always calling. He's always like, "Hey, what's the status?" And I I don't know if there's an expedited route that you can take because I know if the white was, he would pay for it but I think I think there's a paid expedited service and I want to say he if there is I would see him paying for that and it still took 12 years yeah. like, it's really just paperwork sitting on somebody's desk and nobody cares to push it it's like we tout this country as bringing your huddled masses bringing your tired your hungry your poor um so like, with the asterisk, if you're white, it clearly because my thing is millions of Irish, Italian people. Um, when um the Soviet Union was a thing, millions from there immigrated to America, no problem. That's why the Irish is thirteen percent of America's population. Oh my God, are they really? Yes. Oh no, that's like almost as much as us. Like quite literally, that's that's quite. There's only tw- there's more of them than us. We're only twelve percent of the population, so it's is like still accurate. We did just do a new census. You know what it is? It stayed at twelve, but our population is still going up. It's just staying at the same rate as America's population going up. So we're staying at the same percent, but like understood, still, still going up. Understood, yet. but yeah, Irish people make up thirteen percent of America's population, and they're. They were allowed to do that because they were allowed to come during the Irish potato famine. They were allowed to, you know, grow in America and achieve that American dream. You know, they were allowed to do that. We as Black people, as um, people of color, 
we don't we're not allowed that in this country for some reason so thoughts any more thoughts um you summarized very well pretty much the only thing i would personally add is just the fact that it's like it's concerning because and not to compare the two because we don't play the oppression olympics over here Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's interesting to see the fudge up with Afghanistan and yeah. the whole idea of X amount of thousands of Afghanis coming over here seeking refuge, which I don't have issue with as a black person, of course. Fuck it. We need to help people. But at the same time, knowing Haiti's history in this hemisphere. Yeah. People are just, still punishing Haiti for revolting. In like, the 1700s, they get yeah. At every chance possible because of what they did as black people. And I feel like we're never going to get a chance to see them get what they deserve or what they're owed because it's always going to be, yeah, we're going to kick your ass any chance you get up because you want to be the people to show off. And not for nothing, um, how do you all feel about Joe Biden and Kamala Harris's response? They don't you know, do or lack thereof. All, all I'm going to say about those two is that, and I've been saying this since day one, or I'm going to say two things. One, the greater of two evils is still what, y'all? Evil. That's right. But also, I think um, when we think of politics and particularly like Democrats, Republican, anybody, anybody in this American political system, I think they all work towards a certain kind of white supremacy in different ways. Yeah. Like I think Trump's right way was very huh. And I said I think the right is getting righter, and the left is just becoming more centrists. So, I, I, but I also feel like they're just. They're the same. They're the literally the in, same the left, in, the left in this country is really center-right. The right in this country are all fascists. It's like there's no true left in this party. Yeah, AOC like, is not left. She Bernie was at Sanders the Met Gala. Exactly. Bernie Sanders isn't left. Bernie Sanders is probably the most left-leaning person we have out here. And he's really left-center. So, I my thing with Biden and Kamala Harris, there was a quote from the 90s that Biden said about Haiti um, that if Haiti were to sink tomorrow, nobody would care. Wow. And I'm like, Joe Biden just, you can find an evil clip of, like about 30 clips of Joe Biden just being plain evil in the 90s. So that's what you voted into office and he's showing you what he's about. So, yeah. yeah, I just they're they're all the same person, quite literally, quite literally. I and how do how do we get out of these situations? How do we get out of this like cycle? Abolish. True. That's literally it. Right. We're gonna be right. We're gonna have to get rid of America. Unfortunately, don't tell anyone we're planning it. But um, do y'all yeah. remember that video of um? Ariana Grande, where she was like, oh my god, I hate America. She was ahead of her time. I know. What an icon. No, literally. And I'm like, they really tried to destroy her career over that. I'm like, one, the she's only American. The people who cared can... about that were white people. Exactly. And I'm Perhaps. like, one, she's American. She can say she hates America if she wants to. And you know, after that after that moment, positions. Literally. She, her career actually took off after that. She, I agree. She never made... She, she made adjacent Black music since that day. No, literally. I'm screaming. You said adjacent black music. Adjacent black. That is my white woman of color. I enjoy and I stand by. I, it. I stand have by never that. listened to a full Ariana Grande. <gasps> oh, go back and listen to Dangerous Women right now. 
I know wow. some of the songs. I like some of the songs from the from the Grande Girl. <laughs> Positions I like the Gaga. was it. Positions was cute. I like that's the one where she like. Yeah, yeah, but that album, not necessarily, <laughs> not not just the song, the whole album. Fuck me to the daylight. Yeah, that. Oh one. my god, did she say that? Yes, yes. <gasps> she be cussing. Thirty she be cussing now. Thirty-four and thirty-five. <gasps> when she said she hates America, she meant it. Baby, oh you gonna need a seatbelt. She said, "Baby, you gonna need a seatbelt when I ride it." Oh my god. Yeah, you know that Victoria Monet pen is penting. Okay. Ariana Grande, she is no longer Disney Channel girl. Well, she was Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. But you know, the Nickelodeon girls went a lot farther than I think the Disney girls did in music. That's because the they did something Ooh. to them children. Well, no, that was that was a bull faced lie what I just said. No, I was like, yeah, I'm like Disney. Wait, no. No, no, no. no. Disney was cranking out like I, I feel like I feel like um Disney stars just they fall off after a moment. But Disney I think stars have a lot of internal issues because of what happens in that company. Yeah, hey, but I think same with Nickelodeon as well. But I think Nickelodeon stars I think I think they they make their success and then they kind of just, you know, fade into the life that they want. Rather, I feel like Disney stars kind of just fizzle and Something extreme happens to almost every Disney star, except for um, Chelsea from That's So Raven. Right. Wait, you know wow. who I did? That was a really random thought process. That <laughs> you, like, who would have thought to bring her up? I love her. <laughs> I'm only I'm only bringing her up because, like, in August I went to San Francisco and to the That's So Raven house. So oh. that was you know, like random first tidbit, on my head. The mom from That's So Raven. She's my soror. I love that. Oh, fun. She's hilarious. I love her. I believe she crossed that FAMU beta alpha chapter. There it is, child. Oh, you know your facts. Go on. Okay. There it is, child. But um, I will say, what was I about to say? Something. It was something about a star from back then. The oh, you know what? Um, Nickelodeon star. I didn't expect to hold on for so long, and they're still doing so great. Who? Oh. Keenan Thompson. Kenan. I don't know how you didn't expect that. That man is so talented. Yeah. Keenan yeah. like the job. It's like I watched him through all that. I he writes very Kenan well, too. Kel. He's not always in front of the screen. He writes very well. Yes. And, like... The Nick girls bring it. Basically. But I, them Disney girls, they have... Who do they have? Demi Lovato. They have Miley Cyrus. Do we like Miley Cyrus again? No. No. Okay. Because I was Jinx. wondering. I, I, the girls were listening to her last album. I mean, I won't say I've, I've listened to anything recently. Mm-hmm. I don't have a huge hate for her like I used to. Same. Like, I kind of just, you know, my just go do your, just do it up. Like, I don't care. Yeah. But, like, I don't, I don't. I'd be lying to y'all if I said that. Um, Look, 23 was a bop. Bangers, that oh, album. Oh, Bangers? Oh, my God. She, she was in but that But that's black the last bag, album okay? from her that I listened to. But I'm not even going to sit here and hold y'all. Uh, the Get It Right joint that's produced by Pharrell. Yeah, that song hit. I'd be in the shower like, I'm in this bed all night long. That's my joint. Something about when the white girls pick up that knicker music. Somebody, <laughs> y'all know, somebody said, I saw this tweet on Twitter, and they was like, how come every hood white girl looks like George Washington? And I <laughs> yes, fell bro. out. 
Oh you my seen God. that video? And it was like, where is she from in your state? And everybody in Maryland quoted it and said Dundalk. No, quite literally. They said where? Dundalk. Dundalk. Oh, where is that? Baltimore. like uh, Baltimore County. It's in Baltimore County. It's yeah. like on the leg of like, it's like where all the factories are. Y'all know, um, y'all know, y'all know the, she's not white, but the girl who deserves it all. Who? Like, Ushi Gushi, my pussy, he want to take him a look Yeah, here? she's just albino, but she's black. She, yes, that is my girl. Like, she needs, a, she needs a whole record deal. Ciao. Who else? Take him a looky. <laughs> yeah, like, she she ate that. I'm here for she it. She did. And she has um, mustard she got one out. as well. Oh, okay. So, oh, yeah, my gosh. She got that um, disabled representation, and she albino. Yeah, and she she likes that. She definitely needs to be famous. Uh, like, imagine being that person who sees someone that looks like them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's yeah, the yeah. Like get into that. it. Get yeah. into it. Yeah. Why is Bad Baby still trying to have a career? I didn't know she still existed. I forgot I, all about her. She actually, I don't know what you're seeing on your timeline, but you need to unfollow them. I have not yeah, you need to curate, years. baby. You need to curate. You know what? It's people really having do. discourse. Oh, okay. Yes. Basically, basically, you know, she's acting like one of the video vixens now and people are having commentary basically saying like she's clearly been groomed by the older men that she... Yeah. It's never um, anyone's fault for a child. It's never a child's fault. Exactly. However... Um, there's a lot she of came nasty from, She came from a middle class white background and yeah. purposely put herself in these compromising situations. And was it smart of her to do these things as a teenager? She was a child, 15 years old. Is that not something that all 15 year olds do put themselves in compromising situations? Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. I'm not blaming her at all. However, I'm just saying, like, like what? I think. What? I think like we have you, to think about... You know what I'm saying? Like, she's, like, yeah. you white as hell, middle class. Like, what are you doing? Like, you know what I'm yeah. trying to say? I don't get what I'm trying to say. I'm yeah, I get it. a child for what 100%. an adult does to them. But, and I, but there's a racial know, was, factor there. I'm not talking about the age factor. I'm talking yeah. about the race factor. I, I also want to just piggyback off of what Autumn just said when you were like, you know, teenagers put themselves in these compromised situations. Let's just... What makes them compromise? And I think that's what people should think about also what makes these situations compromising it's the adult a teenager who was um in houses with older sorry y'all my laptop tweaking a little bit y'all hear that beat um but as a teenager who was hanging out with people who were significantly older than me being out significantly later than I needed to. Okay, a little bit of background really quick. I don't mean to get too far into it. Almost this episode be too long. But um, I basically raised myself. Like, don't get me wrong. My mom was definitely there for me in terms of she put a roof over my head. But once I got a job, I started paying bills. And once I started paying bills, there really was nothing wrong to say to me. So I was like, I, what are you going to do? Take my phone away? I pay for it. I wish you would. What are you going to do? Take my car away? I bought it. I wish you would. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So... As a teenager who was out later than she needed to be, as a teenager who was, you know, with older people when she probably shouldn't have been, they're compromising situations in that you're too young and immature to understand the full repercussions of your actions should something choose to go wrong. But I don't think that's, but that's not, but I don't think that's your fault. That's the older person's fault. 
No, and my my point here is not the age difference, which oh, is what okay, I was yeah. trying to say. My point here is the racial dynamic. Gotcha. gotcha. You chose to come to put yourself a class, in a white yeah. middle class neighborhood, and you chose to go into the hood. Yeah, to put yourself in that position. And like I said, a child is not uh, 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 responsible for the harm that an adult perpetuates on them. It's not the age dynamic that I'm speaking on. It's, it's the race dynamic. You wanted, you to, wanted have to be a hood black aesthetic. so bad. Yeah. And not that being black is synonymous with living in the hood or being ghetto, but however, that's how she sees it. Exactly. So, like I said, she's a child. She was a child. She continues to be a child. She'll be a child for a while. But it's just like, what what like what like yeah. I don't even have any words besides that like what like I feel that. And like I said they're compromising situations in that me personally it was an age dynamic mm-hmm. um for her it's not an age dynamic for her it's a race dynamic mm. okay okay that's how I'm saying I know that these situations are compromising mm-hmm. I understand because you're speaking from the experience in some sort of extent and what I mean gotcha. by speaking the experience is I, as a white woman going into a black community and let's say she's going to a trap house drug bus, right? She going to cry and, you know, hit the Emmett too. Mm-hmm. Me as a young black woman, if I was in a trap house and the cops bust in, I cannot hit an Emmett too. Yeah. However, we are both in compromising situations. Okay. That, there it is. It, make, it makes complete sense. There it is. This okay. is what I'm trying to say yeah. when I say there's a level of responsibility that I feel she holds, but it's mm-hmm. not the level of responsibility that I may come off like I'm seeming. That, that it's makes not sense. The, yes, yes. Yes. It's not the age thing. She's not. It should those older people still have been like, bitch, you white ass, bitch, you 14, 15 years old, get the fuck. Yes, they should have. Yes. Mm-hmm. But yes, yes. There's not even no but after that. I was going to say but, but no, yes, those older people should have done that. But like I said, the dynamic is different. Yeah. Well, let's yeah. transition. I just... Sorry, I just kind of rambled. You're good. You're good. I'm glad you got it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, since we're in our last episode for this season, I just want to ask the group what's everyone's plans during their break? What is something you want to accomplish? Where do you want to be when we return? Um, who wants to go first? Um, well, I'll go first. I will have a degree in health science. Uh, woo! Um, but this next time you'll hear this, guys, hopefully, you know. You'll have a job, you know, full time, not just a substitute. Per. But also, you know, bigger and better things. I'm gonna buy more wigs. I'm gonna travel more. You know, explore. You know, wear my mask. Of course, they're gonna do an orange mask instead of pink. You know, for the fall. You know, little yeah. stuff. I'm here for it. When we come back, I will be. Hmm. I will be back in shape. Make that goal for myself. I'll be back in shape. I will have a high GPA, clear skin, and I will be continue to try to embody being the ideal Delta woman that I know I can be. I know that's right. Um, for me, um, well, today I got a promotion at my job, so that's cool. Thank you. So I'll be, you know, just getting into that role and, you know, just learning what I need to learn and growing in my positions and stuff like that. Um, I've also gained 10 pounds over the last three months and I want to gain 10 pounds in the next three months. So hopefully the next time you hear from me, I'm another 10 pounds heavier. So those are my goals. Antonio? You know, by the time that... 
we come back, I will be in my second semester of graduate school. First semester is going great. Like, I'm learning so much. I can't wait to really get into my research, um, which is going to be super fun. I'm, I'm looking at, um, so my research is going to focus on Black queer solidarity on Twitter, which I'm super excited about. And I have applied for a new job in my company. So hopefully I get it because it will be my stepping stone and foundation into um, into the tech world. It'll be like my first tech job and it'll be the start of a new life. Ah, I'm so here for it. I'm so happy. Just, uh, just such good things happening for us. Such good things are going to come to the podcast. We have so much in store. Um, I guess I'll sign us out. Um, you can follow us on all social media at RM the Podcast. Wait, did we give our exits? No, but you can give, give that one first. Gotcha. Go ahead. Follow us at RM the Podcast on all social medias, and you can join the conversation at hashtag RM the Podcast. I'm also wide as spoken on all social medias. If you want to follow me there, boop, boop, bop, do that. And I'll talk to you later in a few months. <laughs> All right, y'all. Um, I'm signing off for a while. I'm gonna miss y'all. I hope y'all miss me. This is, you know, the latest and greatest, the youngest, and the I can't find a word that rhymes with youngest, but my name is Autumn, and you can find me on all social medias at March, like the month, and Maven, like Raven with an M. Alrighty, y'all. Um, y'all can send me money. Again, I need a supply, you know, nice little stock for my classroom. And you can send that to B Pimpin or follow me on Twitter, you know, catch up with me while we're gone. And I'll see you guys in a, in a few, but but who's left? I, and y'all know who I am. I'm at There Goes Tony on all social media because you're going to see me everywhere, even though the podcast won't be until next uh, season. I mean, next, you know, next season. So yeah. be sure. Be sure to be on the lookout for all of our things and come talk to us online. We will be active on social media. Yes. Share us with a friend. Share us with two friends. For sure. All right. Well, Well, y'all. For season three. Peace and blessings. Cheers. And an extra ciao before we go. Peace, y'all. Bye. Bye.